continuing Pshat in the Mishnah. We are the Mishnah is going through the halachas of Shane, five lines down. Amar Ilfa, Behema Bershusarabim. So we say, Shane Bershusarabim is going to be Potter, that we learned out. Beer Bersteyacher. But Upashta Tsavarva Achla, it moved its neck, it stretched its neck. Achla me al Gabi Chavertis. So you have two animals walking with Shusarabim, and one animal has food, some kind of food, hay, whatever it is. On its back, as it's schlepping it, a chamar, schlepping stuff. And the other animal turns and eats from the back of that animal. So is that called eating from Rosh Sarabim or not? So it says, Ilfa, you're going to be chayavas. Why? My timer, gabi chaver, to the back of the friend, kichatzor nizik, tell me. That's a kichatzor nizik. And the first should explain the svara, because why? Lamai, obviously, it's exerts a kosov. Exerts a kosov, that you're going to be potter and shenver regel in Rosh Hashanah. But what's the svara behind it? The Gemara hinted to this svara yesterday. The Shonim said that this this, this would be the pshat. is because it's really the victim, the nizik, has no right to have his food or anything edible like that or anything trampleable in Rosh Hashanah. Because you know that animals are all walking there. I'm definitely allowed to bring my animals in Rosh Hashanah. That's the nature of Rosh Hashanah. So I'm bringing my animals there, and it's normal for my animal to stop on something. Or it's normal for an animal to eat whatever it sees, obviously. You have no right to bring your food into Rosh Hashanah and make it, therefore, accessible for my animal to eat, and then blame me for it. So therefore, the terrorist says, Shein regular is part of Rosh Hashanah. However, you definitely have a right to bring food in Rosh Hashanah on the back of my animal, because that's also the nature of Rosh Hashanah, is that I can schlep stuff through it. So if my animal eats off your animal's back, that's not really Rosh Hashanah, but for this halacha it makes sense, because I'm allowed to bring my food there. If I'm allowed to bring my food there, then you have to protect, make sure your animal doesn't turn and eat off of its back. So when Lamer say, the being arrived from a Bryce, the Bryce says, if you have a person even was carrying a backpack full of food, and an animal stretched out its neck and ate from it, even though we're in Rishos Arabim, the Bryce says, So you see, Mamash this halacha, if it eats off someone else's back or something like that, it's not considered Rishos Shem, Rishos Rabbim, it's considered Rishos Hanizim. Some Lav Dafka, is that the case? It could be this is a slightly different case. It could be this case is talking about now when the animal just stomp eats off the other animal's back, but the animal jumps up to eat off the animal's back. Why does that make it different? Because if it jumps up, that's not normal anymore. And if it's not normal anymore, now it turns from being Shane into being Karen. And once it's Karen, then it's going to be Chayv Rishasarabim. Anyways, yes, you're only going to be Chayv Chetzi Nezek for the first three times, but it could be that this case is a case of Kefetzis, which you're going to be Chayv not Mitam Shein, rather Mitam Karen. Beichit Madurava, where did Rava say this? Aho, Damarava Ishia, Behemar Rishasarabim, if you have a Behemar Rishasarabim, the Bryce that says, Holchavachla, if it's walking and eating, Patura, because that Shem Rishasarabim is Patur. Omdavachla, if the animal stops and now eats, now Chayeves. That doesn't make any sense. If it's walking, that's normal for an animal to do Shisram, therefore we say Shemr Shisram is Potter. So why just because it stops does it all of a sudden become Karen? And on that, Rav explained, because it doesn't mean it just stops and eats. Stops and eats, of course, would be regular, normal, and that would be Shemr Shisram is Potter. Here, it jumps up onto something, climbs onto something or something like that, and therefore it's going to be abnormal. Once it's abnormal, then it changes from being Shane and Potter Shisram to being Karen and Chai Shisram because your animal should not be doing abnormal things. So, th- till now, we'll see tomorrow, Amachlech is about this, but till now, the Gemara is saying 
that if the animal eats off another animal's back or jumps up and eats something like that, you're going to be chayev rishos arabim. That is not going to be a patur either because it's shane and we consider rishos anizik or because kofesis is karen and therefore you're going to be chayev chatzin Remember these two halachas tomorrow. We'll see there might be a machlaikis about these two points. Barabzer. So Barabzer now asked the following shayla. Mizgalgel mahu. What if you have a situation where the person leaves their food in Rishos Harabim, and the animal comes and drags it to the Rishos HaNizik? Or the opposite, Tarashi says. If the person leaves his food in Rishos HaNizik, an animal comes and drags it to Rishos Harabim. So let, let's say the second case. It was in Rishos HaNizik, and he dragged it to Rishos Harabim. The eating happened in Rishos Harabim. But the stealing, you might say, or moving of it, started in Rosh Hashanah, or the opposite case, where it was in Rosh Hashanah and he dragged it to Rosh Hashanah. How do we look at this case? Do we look at this as we focus on where he took it from, or do we look at we focus on where he actually ate it? So now, so the Gemara hechidam, kegoyin dekaima amr Rosh Hashanah yochid. The Gemara says this case it was in Rosh Hashanah yochid, meaning Rosh Hashanah, but comes galgel ve'asim Rosh Hashanah yochid and the animal itself dragged it. From the Rishus Hanizik to Rishus Rabbim, ate it in the Rishus Rabbim. Do we focus on the place where he ate it, or do we focus on the place where he took it from? Says the Ramai. So Tashma, the Tani Rav Chia, Rav Chia said the following halacha: Masri mixas befidim and mixas pachutz. If you have a package that part of it is in Rishus Hanizik, part of it is in Rishus Rabbim. So Rav Chia said in the Brisa: Achol befidim chayeves, achol pachutz patura. It depends where you ate it. Now, Pashup Shad means, my love, Ms. Galgabayasi. What does it mean? It depends where you ate it. So, the most have meaning is, meaning wherever it started doesn't make a difference. It makes a difference where he actually ate it. If he ate it in Rosh Yachid, Rosh he's going to be Chayev. If he ate it in Rosh Hashanah, he's going to be Potter. So, we're not focusing on where it started. We're focusing on where it ended up and where he actually ate it. So, the Chayev, we have a Raya from the Fchiz Bryce over here to this halacha that you focus on the place where you ate it. So, my love, love Dafka. So one tarot says, no. What if he was not talking about a case of Mizgalgo? If he was talking about you have a big package, that's half Rishos Yachin, half Rishos Rabbim. So then the Brash is just saying, if you ate the half that's Rishos Rabbim, you're going to be Potter, because that's shame Rishos Rabbim. If you ate the half in Rishos Yachin, and Rishos Nizik, you're going to be Chayef. We're not talking about a case of his Galgo and his Brisa at all. If you schlep it and move it, maybe that Loch is different. Here we're not talking about moving, just telling you that even though the Maisa it's half and half, you're going to be Chayef or Potter based on where the food is, but you do not move it in this case. The case where you move it, we're still not sure. Another way to say the Rav Chia is not a riot to our Shiloh. There's two cases of dragging. There's a case of dragging where you have, like long, in this case, Psila Aspasasa are long branches. So you have very long branches, but pieces of hay, let's say. Very long pieces of hay. Half of it is Rishasayachim, half of it is Rishasarabim. Whenever you drag it, automatically, whatever you drag, if you, even if you drag part of it, you're dragging all of it because it's all those long stalks. Arsha, in that case, Rebchia said, you focus on where you eat it. Arshaila was, let's say you have a big bag full of beans, for instance. Okay, Just because you move some of the beans doesn't mean you're moving all of the beans. Whatever, Each one is going to be a separate nakuda. That's Arshaila. Arshaila was where you move part of it, and you don't have to move all of it, and then the animal moves it. Are you going to be chayef based on where you took it from, or are you going to be chayef based on where you ate it? In Rebchia's case, where it's all one long big stalk, then it's never pasha, then it's all considered one big thing, and you're going to be chayef based on where you ate it. That's no question. So Rav Chiyaz, again, we have two reasons why Rav Chiyaz case is not necessarily a riot to our Shaila, and therefore our Shaila of Mizgalgo, where the animal drags it, do we focus on where it came from, or do we focus on where you ate it, is going to be a Shaila, the more is not partial to that Shaila. Going back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah then said, 
that by food, it's only going to be chayav on shame by davar haroila. If it eats something that's normal for it to eat. If it ate something that's abnormal, like the Mishnah said, Ochel Ksus Oikelim, so then the Mishnah said, you're not going to be Chayav Mitam Shein, then you're going to be Chayav Mitam Karen already, because that's not normal, that's Kamarasi Lahazak, he's eating clothes, and therefore it's going to be Chetzi Nezek. The Mishnah then said a cryptic statement, the Medvam Amorim, the Mishnah said, Bershus Hanizik, of Bershus Rabim, you're going to be Potter. Now we understand that the Reisha case, where you're eating normal food, Bershus Rabim is Potter. That's bullshit, because that is Shein Bershus Rabim, Shein Bershus Rabim is Potter. But in between that, there was the middle statement of the case where the animal ate ksusu kelim, it ate clothing. So if it ate clothing, we said, that's karen. Karen is not potter b'rshusarabim. So when the Mishnah said the statement that if you do this b'rshusarabim, you're potter, is that only going on the normal case of shane? Or is that for some reason, in this case, also going on the case of the clothing? And in this case of the clothing, even though we said it's karen, if it's going to be b'rshusarabim, you're going to be potter also. Why? Not clear why. So says the Gemara. Ahaya, which case is the case that the Mishnah says you're potter b'rshusarabim? Samarav Akulu, both in the case of Shane and in the case of Karen. Why? My time, huh? Rav says a new svar. Again, we blame in this case the Nizik somewhat. The Nizik left his clothing on the floor in the middle of Shisrabim. That's not something that you belong doing. You don't belong leaving your clothing. Yes, I understand my animal does not normally eat clothing. But And you don't belong leaving a jacket on the floor. So yes, my animal did something difficult and strange and ate your jacket, which is carrying, which it shouldn't normally do. But it was somewhat caused by the fact that you left your jacket with Shisarabim. So call Hamishanev, someone who does something strange like leaving his jacket with Shisarabim. And then my animal comes and also does something strange. Lamaisa, it's considered like you somewhat contributed to the damage by leaving it there, and therefore I'm going to be potter. And therefore Rav says, Anu Chiddush, Karen Meshusarabim is only Chayiv if the Nizik did not do anything Meshuna also. If the Nizik did something Meshuna, Karen Meshusarabim is also going to be potter. Bar, no, no. Bar is something you trip on. This is Kamenos Elahazik. But it was Ke'ilu, somewhat caused by the Nizr. Shmuel Amar, Lo Yishana Lo Peres Firaka. Shmuel said, no, 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 no. You read the Mishnah wrong, Rav. Of course, when the Mishnah said, you're Potiphar Shisram, that's only on the case where you normally ate something normal, and it's Shane. Of Aksus which we said is not Shane, is Karen. Chayavis, of course, you're going to be Chayav in Mishnah like all other Karen Shisram. And you just read the Mishnah a little bit difficult to read, but Lamai said that's why Shmuel reads it. So we have a machlekes about this. Rav Shlakish said, like Rav, that you are going to be potter b'shusarabim because of kol hamashana, even by the karen. You have two animals walking through b'shusarabim. One then crouches down on the floor, which is not something it should be doing in the middle of b'shusarabim. The other one is walking, and the one that was walking kicked. It got startled, let's say, from the animal that all of a sudden sat down with b'shusarabim. So it kicked it. So normally kicking, it was just a rabbim, is Karen, and you're going to be chayef. But here, why did I kick? I kicked because the other animal decided to sit down in the middle of nowhere. So Petura. Because it's called a Mashana Ubarach HaVashinamai. Mamash was the same point, Ravish Rishlakish Rav just said. Revutsim HaMalach is chayef. Of course, if the one that sat down kicked the one that was walking, then that's regular Karen, not, ca- ca- not caused by any abnormal activity, and then of course you're going to be chayef. But you see, Rishlakish holds like Rav Svara, the call of Mashana Ubarach HaVashinamai is takapater Karen Rishlakish Rabbi Yechanan says no. Rabbi Yechanan says a cryptic statement. He seems to say like Shmuel that you only putter on the Shane versus Sarabim, the regular eating. Now, he didn't say why. Okay? 
So Shmuel said the reason is because Karmish's Rabbim is going to be always Chayyim. That means Rabbi Yechon argues on Rav and Rishlakish Svara, and he holds the column of Shana and Mubacham and Shiribai. He's going to be Chayyim. So my left after. I feel the Shtei Paras. So my Loi, the Oilam Islay. It could be a new Svara. Rabbi Yechon agrees to Rishlakish. In a case of two animals sitting with Shusarabim and one animal walking through Shusarabim, one animal sits down and the other animal kicks him to get him out of his way, the kicking animal is going to be Potter because you did something strange and you caused me. To do something strange. But Ksus He says, but putting a jacket down on Rosh Hashanah is not necessarily a strange thing to do. Sometimes people are walking, they have a package, you have a tick on your back, you're hot, and you stop at Rosh Hashanah and put your stuff down. And therefore that's not considered abnormal. And if it's not considered abnormal, then you're not going to say this far of Shunab and Bach of Ashinabai. So, for an animal to sit down or crouch down and move a shusarabim is for sure abnormal. And therefore, says Rabbi Yechner, I agree to the concept that if the music does something abnormal, which Ke'ilu causes the mazik to do the damage, the mazik's putter, the question is what's considered abnormal. I hold, says Rabbi Yechner, putting a jacket down on a shusarabim is lavdafka, something mishuna that would cause you to do the damage. And therefore, I hold in the Mishnah, in the Chanami, that the person who, the animal who ate the clothing is going to be chayiv shusarabim in that case, because that's not caused Ke'ilu by the nizik. The Mishnah then said that even if you're potter from Shein Rishis Rabbim, if it's Nehenis, Mishalem Mashenhenis. If the animal was able to skip dinner that night, so, so therefore the owner of the animal saved some money, so he doesn't have to pay the Hezek that he caused, but he does have to pay for the Hana that he got from skipping dinner. So how much is that? Vikama, Rabba Amr Rabba says, look, I didn't say, right, this animal ate the best quality hay that was sitting there. Okay. And that hay usually costs 30 shekel a kilo. Okay, I don't usually feed my animal 30 shekel a kilo hay. I feed him the cheapest beans, which cost me 6 shekel a kilo. So therefore, I only have to pay you the hano that I saved, which is 6 shekel of kilo of food. Even though I caused you 30 shekel of damage, but the hano I got is really only 6 shekel. Demei Amir, the cheapest stuff. Rav Amr, Demei Seirin Bezul. Rav says, yes, why do you feed your animal the cheap beans? Because you're cheap. Okay, now, obviously, everybody understands that the animal likes hay better, and the animal, maybe it's even healthier for the hay, but you, just, you can't afford the hay. What if I gave you a discount on the hay? Would you buy the hay? Now, the hay costs normally 30 shekel. Normally, you feed him beans, which cost 6 shekel. Okay. What if I offered you the hay for 20 shekel a kilo? Would you pay for it to give it to your animal? Okay, maybe not. What if I offered you for 15? Would you do it? Okay, 15, I would do it already. Even though it's paying more than the 6. But Lamaisa, it's better for the animal. The animal likes it. I'll pay the 15. That amount is what we call Dmei Sa'irim Bezol. If I get, you read the, I know you're getting, even because Lamaisa, he ate, sorry, he ate the better stuff over here. So I'm not going to pay the higher price for the Hano, but I will pay some cheaper price, which is usually, Rashi says, two-thirds. Normally it's two-thirds of the, is, is the number you normally get, but that's the amount that you would have to pay over here. Black Friday price. Okay, good. What is it? Wednesday today, right? Okay, so it's not. So, it's not, oh, okay. Not maybe you bought on Amazon. Tanya Kivasa de Rabba. So you have a price like Rabba, Tanya Kivasa de Rabba. We have two prices. So Tanya Kivasa de Rabba, Shumay Choyamer, Emeshalem, Esel Dme Amr Baba. Shumay Choy says, Beferish, that you only pay according to the cheapest thing that you normally feed him. Tanya Kivasa de Rabba, the other price says, Emenahenis, Mesham, Lissahenis, and Kate said the price says, Achla Kave Kavay, Emer, and Tisham Demain. You don't have to pay the full value. Elo Endem Kamaradzam Lahakal Bahemta, Dover Haroya Law. How much you would pay if you was a cheaper price, a sale price on, on this better quality stuff, even though that's not normally what you feed the animal. 
L'fichach l'maysa, ochov chitun or if this animal ended up eating something which is not healthy for it at all, then you're going to be totally putter, right? The whole idea is you're paying because you skipped dinner. If whatever the animal ate doesn't help it skip dinner, it's not healthy for it, it doesn't like it, it spits it out, whatever it is, then you're not going to have to pay anything. Oh. So this person is into a very interesting topic over here. Says the Gemara, starting a Shas topic over here, of getting enough from somebody else and how you pay in those situations. Okay. You are not biased this in the Tchum, maybe it was on Shabbos, it's not clear. You weren't biased in the Beis Medish. The Barlan Milimayasar of Chista said, we had a fascinating Shaila, and I would have appreciated if you, Rabbi Rechava, would have been the Beis Medish to give us an insight into the Shaila. What's the Shaila? Okay, so you have a house, and I go and squat in your house. I live in your house without telling you, and now you find out. Okay, so nobody was living there until now. Nobody was living there until now. I decided to live there for the last three months. Do I have to pay you or not? So hold on. Interesting, Shadow. Let's sharpen the case. Hey, Chidam. There's two, there's two questions we need to ask about this case. A, did I cause a loss to the person who owns the apartment? And B, did I get enough by living in the apartment? Okay, now what are the, what's the equations? So the first question is, is this just a spare apartment that you have that you don't normally rent out? So if you don't normally rent it out, so I really did not cause you any loss. If it's an apartment that you normally rent out, and by me being there, people saw me living there, didn't even call you to come rent it out. So then I indirectly caused you a loss. It's not a mazik. It's definitely not a mazik, because I didn't cause any physical damage. It was an indirect damage, what we call a grum. Okay, but that's the first question is, did I cause you any sort of loss at all? Second question is, did I get hana? Meaning, do I really have another place I could have slept? I just decided to sleep in yours. I really didn't get hana from sleeping in your apartment. I just happened to do it. Or, I'm the kind of guy who could have slept on the street. And I just decided to come sleep in your apartment. But I really did not benefit from that. So it says the Gemara. What's the case? A place you would not normally have rented out. And then Mazik over here would not normally getting enough from this because he could have slept on the street anyways. So That's what we call, I did not get enough. You did not lose anything directly from what I did. And therefore, in that case, we say one of two svaras. Either you say, what, 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 you didn't lose anything. What are you asking me for? Or you say, there's no Tevea over here. You can't be Tevea me on something if you didn't lose any money. And therefore, in that case, there's no question. Your potter, there would be no Shaila, says Rambacham. Okay. Now, you know what the Shaila might be? What if it is a place that normally you rent out? And I normally need a place to sleep, and I don't have a place to sleep. I go into your apartment to sleep there. I got Hana. You lost money because someone saw the lights on someone sleeping there, and therefore they didn't call you to rent it out. So in that case, then there's no question I do have to pay you, even though it's indirect damage. Remember, it's a groma. In terms of dine mazik, you're not paying. But you pay me tam dinena. I got no. You did have some loss. So you could be tovei. I mean, you can't say mira stoy. Because I got no. You got enough for me. You caused me some indirect loss. You have to pay. Now, very clearly, Tyson says, I'm not paying over here the, the, the full rent, right? I'm paying the hana. This is the same case. You're paying the hana, whatever I got. Says the more. So that's not a shaila either. Both extreme cases, the totally potter or totally chai. What's a shaila? 
Our shaila is if you have a place where it's loy chaser, but zenehena. So we have a case where I need a place to sleep. You happen to have an apartment that you don't normally rent out, and I decide to sleep there. So I have gotten hana from you, but I have not caused you any damage at all. Zenehena v'zeloy chaser. What's the luck on such a case? So on one hand, the person who slept there can say, the mazik can say, I didn't cause you any damage. I didn't cause you any loss. What do you care? What's the difference? Let me, why should you charge me? You got enough from me. And if you got enough from me, anytime you got enough from me, even though it didn't cause any direct damage, even though it's not real damage, but there is some hana you got, and it could have caused damage. Maybe I would have changed my mind and decided to rent it out tonight, but I, you know, I did it. So if you got enough from me, do you have to pay? Now, there is a fourth case which we didn't discuss, which is the opposite case, where I don't get enough, but I do cause you damage. That already is also a machloikis rishen in what that case is. The Gemara does not discuss that case. We're going to be focusing on the case of zen hene v'zeh loy chaser. And with zen loy chaser, he did get hana because he didn't have to pay rent somewhere else. If I'm the kind of... If I, the hana I got is I didn't have to pay rent somewhere else. But if I'm the... That, that has nothing to do with you. So no, that's the he, question. It's not a chaser. No, chaser is on the mazik. By living in your apartment one night, I did not cause you any loss. No, but you did have enough. That's the two sides of the equation. Zenehena, I, I, I did get enough from you, but like also, but you didn't suffer anything from that. So do I have to pay you in that case or not? And that's our shayla. That was Rav Chista shayla that he said that the Rami Bar Chama, Chaval, you weren't in the base medish. Amalei, Rami Bar Chama said, Maslisani. That's a Mishnah. Well, this is the big deal you had a shayla? That's a Mishnah. So he says, I must need some. What mission? What are you talking about? So I'm like, ah, I'm not going to give you the answer. So simply, I'm like, when you help me put my jacket on, then in that case, turban they're talking, then I'll give you the answer. So Shako Sujo Karakhle, he helped him put on his turban. I guess they were going for a walk. And he said, now I'll tell it to you. I'm like, he says, our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, in the Hananis, our Mishnah says that even though you're potter on Shem Varegel Bershusarabim, Lamaisa, if you got an on, you skip dinner, you have to pay. So you see, you have to pay for the Hano that you got. Says Rabbi Bechama, that's a Shariah to our Shaila. Now, oh, Shabbat Gemara, Amarava, Kamalai Chalib Lai Magish Gabar the Marisiyah. His expression he said is, How much do we respect, basically, Rabbi Bechama? That we accepted this answer. The Afrika of Lloyd Domini Masnison. The Raya he brought from our Mishnah is not accurate, but Kiblumine, Lamaisra of Chista Paskin, based on Rabbi Bechama's statement. In other words, he ignored the Raya, and he said, if Rabbi Bechama Paskin like this, that you're, potter, that you're Chayiv, then it must be your Chayiv. The statement is not a good statement. Why? He says, Our Mishnah, it's Chaser. Right? We're talking about a case where, I, where the cow ate your hay. So, yes. Don't tell me, I have to, I'm potter because Shane Varega Bushus Rabbim is potter. But the Maisa Mishnah says, I have to pay because Nene. But here it's Zenene Vizechaser. So if it's Zenene Vizechaser, of course I have to pay. That's not debatable. Our question is, Zenene Vizechaser, can you be Tevea for the money? Rabbi Chama said it's the same. So why? Rabbi Chama, Stamperes Bushus Rabbim, if not real Hefker, Rashi says, Taisus also, not real Hefker. But if I leave my stuff in the Mubushus Rabbim, then don't tell me that I am chaser. I was already chaser then by leaving them there. So they were push it that if I put down a package of apples and Mishnah Sarabim, they're going to get destroyed. Either from the mud, or from someone walking on them, or from somebody eating them. It's no question. So it's not really Hefker, because obviously if it's really Hefker, then there's nothing to talk about in terms of Shane or carrot. But in terms of considering it Zechaser, it's definitely not considered a case of Zechaser. This is really a case of Zen, and it would be a good riot that you're going to be chayv. 
Now you could argue on that and say, no, this is a case of chaser, and therefore it's no raya. Brian Bar Chamer of Chista said it's a raya that you're going to be zen of zelay chaser is chayev. So now we have another case. Hamakev chaver mishloish mechaser. So you have, and if you have a picture there in Rashi, you could see it. So you have Shimon has a field. Reuven has fields surrounding all of Shimon's fields. Okay. So Hamakev chaver mishloish mechaser. So Reuven decides to build a wall. Right? There's a Varabayas question. So Reuven decides to build a wall between his field and Shimon's fields on three sides. Okay, for God, there's He builds wall number one, wall number two on the east, the east, the west, and the north. In that case, Shimon is still way exposed on the south side, and therefore Shimon says, you didn't, you didn't help me at all. Right? I'm not protected. And therefore, I don't have to contribute to any of the expenses from the wall. Haravius, what if Reuven goes ahead and builds walls on four sides around Shimon's, fe- around Shimon's field? You're going to be Mechaivim. Now, Ruvain had to build this wall anyways. Ruvain built the wall for his own purpose. He didn't do anything special for Shimon. Yet, we say, if he does give Shimon Hana by building all four walls, Shimon has to contribute. So you see, again, Zenehenev Zelei Chaser is going to be Chayev. It's not a raya. Ruvain says, I was Chaser. Why was I Chaser? Because why is Ruvain building this wall? Because Shimon's field is in the middle. If Shimon did not own a field in the middle and Reuven owned all that property, then there's no wall to be built, right? The whole wall that Reuven's building is to separate between his field and Shimon's field. So Shimon is somewhat, not better, he's definitely benefiting, but he's also, Reuven is charging extra, he's chaser, he's paying extra money because of Shimon. It's not Shimon's fault, he didn't do anything wrong, but Lamaiser, Reuven is paying extra money because of Shimon, therefore don't quote it, this is not a case of Zenehenev is a loy chaser, this is a case of Zenehenev is a chaser, and therefore, he, if he actually gave him an he would have to pay, not the full value or anything again, just the Hanna aspect. Tashma, another case. Rabbi Yaisi argues on the first case, and Rabbi Yaisi says, If Reuven fixes the fourth wall, he doesn't have to pay. But if Shimon himself builds the fourth wall, that by showing that he wants this wall, then we make him pay. But in the other case, not. Time of the Gadar Nikif, Hamakif, obviously Rabbi holds, even if Reuven builds the fourth wall, you're going to be potter from paying. Shramina, Zenev, Zalei, Chaser, potter. Do you see the Chari, this actually may be a machlaikis, Tanoyim. Shimon could say, no, no, no. You know why I don't have to pay anything if, if you build all four walls? Because I didn't get a no from that. I don't need such a fancy wall. I, you built a big wall with barbed wire and bricks. I just need a little flag. Put me a flag on the ground so I know where your field ends, where my field starts. That's all I need. You decided to invest and, you know, build a fancy thing. That's your problem. I don't have to pay for that. That's not called getting a no from me. In that case, I am not nehenne from your wall. I didn't need such a wall. And therefore, don't call me nehenne in that case. You have no raya from that case to our shadow. Toshma. This is a very interesting case. Habayas v'aliyah shoshnaim. So this could happen, right? This could happen in, in Gaza any day of the week. So you have two people have a, have a multiple-story building. Okay, so the guy lives on the top floor. Shenaflu, right? And the Chaylim came and took it down. So now there's no building over there. Oh, so the guy on the top floor says, I need somewhere to live. I want to rebuild. But I can't rebuild floor number three until you build, rebuild floor number one and two. So Shenaflu, Amar Ba'alei Ba'alei Ba'alei. So Ba'alei says to Ba'alei, live nice. Let's, let's get together and rebuild our stuff. 
The guy says, I'm out of here. I'm going south. I don't want to be here when they destroy my house again. The Baalia can build a first floor house. And he can live there. Until the Baalabayas, the Baalia, the upstairs guys can build the bottom floor, live there. Until such time as the bottom guy comes back and says, okay, 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 I want to come back. And he agrees to pay the expenses. Then he can go up. Now, wait a second. Who really owns that house that was built here? That house was built in the space of the bala, uh, the ground floor guy. Okay, so the upstairs guy was living in the ground floor guy's house. So now, when you come to pay, when the ground floor guy has to pay the expenses, lechera, he could say, "I'm paying the expenses minus the rent because you lived in my house." But it doesn't say that. It says the Gemara. You don't, you don't see they can charge him rent. That would be a chutzpah, right? So they must shvami nazen and never zalech chaser potter. Lemaisa, that guy's loy chaser because he wasn't planning on living here now at all. So that's why you're potter. Come on, no. Shani halsam the baisa laliyah mishdabit. Over here, clearly, the balaliyah, the one who lives upstairs, has a shibud on this ground as well. He's not called living in that other person's house at all. This ground is mishubit to me as well. You're not building on it. I get to live on it. It's not called that I'm causing you a chaser at all. It's not called anything happening here of yours. And therefore, this is a different case. In that case, argues, and he says, in that case, where the upstairs guy living in the downstairs apartment for even temporarily, he does have to pay the rent. So if he does, if you see that at least Yehuda holds, like we said, that you're If it's a brand new house that I move into, even if it's a house that, that you are not normally renting out, it's a house that you have no interest in renting out. Some people have houses, they don't rent them out. But it's a new house, and by me living there, I'm causing your walls to get black. The living in it is causes you a chaser. So there's two aspects. There's Zenehen, I'm definitely getting on that. Question is, am I causing you a chaser? So if it's a house that you would normally rent out or so, we could discuss it. Here, look, it's not a house you normally rent out, so you're not chaser. Says the review, you are chaser. If it's a new house, specifically a house, this would only apply to, and only Rashi says a new house, then I'm making you chaser, not because you're losing rent money, but because the, the usage of the house causes damage. Wear we'll and tear. See, what? Wear and tear. Wear and tear. Now, we'll see a svar tomorrow that overrides this. There's a svar tomorrow that says it's actually helpful for you to have someone living in your house. If you ever had an apartment that no one lives in for six or eight months, right, the pipes break, the, uh, all things happen. When someone living there, they take care of it. So there is an overriding svar the opposite way. We'll see that svar tomorrow. But at this point, we're saying a svar that by the wear and tear is chaser, again, by a new house, Rashi says. Because, because by an old house, it's already lived in and worn out, and I'm okay. not really, just living there for overnight. is not going to cause you any damage. Okay? Normally, th- think about it. If you have an apartment, someone rents. So they want, the first day you come in, it's sparkling clean. After someone lives there three, four days, a week, two, eh, then it gets lived in. Now, if someone goes in, you would never know if someone was there. You wouldn't tell. First day, the scratches, the banging, you know, stuff happens. Sholchu of Ami. So they asked the Shaitar of Ami. What's the So Amar v'chima also loy if I was not cause you any direct damage, I don't have to mazeka. I didn't cause you any hezek. I didn't cause you any chaser. In a regular case, a dabar chaser shalami daite chaser chaver. House again, my say might be different. Pot. Reb Chibar Abamer nisyashvudar. Reb Chibar said, "I'm not sure. I need to think about this some more." So other shochel came to Reb Chibar. They sent him again the shaila. So Amar he said, "Kuli has shochel of yazi. How much are you going to nudge me already? If I would have had the answer, I would have sent you the tshuva. I don't have the answer yet. Leave me alone. I'm not sure. I'm still I'm still working it out in the sugi." 
So Lamaisa, what's the Allah? Itmar. If Kana Amr Byechan, if Kahana says Bashem Rabyechanon, ain't Sarklachar. Zen Hanav is then Loy Chaser, I don't have to pay you, I'm pot. Rabbi Avo Amr Byechanon said, Sarklachar. So we have Machlik is what Rabyechanon said. Rabbi Avo said Bashem Rabyechanon that I do have to pay you. Amrav Papa. Hadar of Avo, Labba Ferishitma Machlitmar. Rabbi Avo never heard this Bashem Rabyechanon. He saw a story, and from the story he deduced. Then Rabbi Yechonon said, Yechayev, but he really, anytime we say this in Shas, that means he was wrong. But he really misunderstood what happened in the story, and that wasn't the story. What happened? This not. We have a following Mishnah. Not till Evanoi Kerish al If you have a Gizbar, someone who's the treasurer of the Vesamigdish, and he has uh, bricks and stuff that belong to Hegdish. Okay. So a Gizbar is allowed to take that stuff home. It's no problem, because anything the Gizbar has in his house is considered like a machsan, a storage place. And just because he took it from out of the Vesamigdish, he's not Chayev, he didn't do anything wrong, he's storing it at home. Okay. So not till Evanoi Kerish al Hegdish, or he's a mall. He wasn't over Me'ila yet. All he did was move it to his house, his storage house, no problem. If he then tries to give it to his buddy, oh, by the way, I have some cheap bricks. Really, they're based on Migdash bricks. So, Chaver didn't know anything was going on here. But the Gizbar who gave those bricks, he's going to be over Me'ila. Because now it's going to be used by somebody else. What if the Gizbar himself used those bricks in his own house to build an extension on his house? So, says the Bryce, and there's the mission, interesting Galacha. It's not me'ila. He didn't change the bricks, right? We're not talking about where you like cemented them in or you cut them or something like that. You just put the bricks on a pile and you put a little a little extension on your house. So if you change something that belongs to Hegdish, you make a shinui in it, then you have me'ila right away because you got enough from it. Hey, you didn't change them. You just piled them up and you made a little extension for your house. In that case, you don't get me'ila until you get hana from the bricks. Now, wait a second. L'chaira, this is zenehene v'zeloi chaser. I did not cause any financial loss to the Beis HaMikdash. Bunch of bricks. Shkayach. No loss. So why am I over Meila? Must be. That's a Ravo's deduction from the story. It has to be that in a case where you put it on the edge of the house so it wasn't built into the house. If it was built into the house, then you're going to be Chayev right away. Rabbi heard this Mishnah, and he heard Shmuel's pshat in the Mishnah, and he said it over in front of Rabbi Yechanan, for the fact that if it's on the edge of the house, and it's not built into the house, once I get Hano, I'm going to be Chayev, you have a raya that a Dabrachat Sechver Shalom Itaita is Tzarech Lachal Eschar. said the Shtikl Torah, and Rabbi Yechanan was quiet. So Rabbi assumed that Rabbi Yechonon agreed to this halacha. And therefore he said over, B'Shem Rabbi Yechonon, Dabr Chatzachar Shalom Edaitei, Tzorich L'Achle Eskar. Says the Gemara, Iyu Sava Midashasik Moidulei, Veloi, He wasn't Moidulei, Ashkuch Eleashkech Be. This always happens in Shas, we have this by Rav a bunch of times. When an Amira ignores somebody, then when Amira is quiet, does that mean he's agreeing? Or does that mean he's ignoring? You have to be careful. Okay? So in this case, he thought he was agreeing, but Maisi was ignoring him. He didn't think it was a kasha at all. Why? Now, it doesn't mean because the Rabbanu is everywhere and the Rabbanu Shalom is seeing anything. Because if you're paying attention in the sugya over here, the issue over here is never whether the person who owns the apartment is aware or not aware. We never discussed that. It was always, is he getting me chaser or not chaser? It's nothing to do with his das, per se. Rather, what's the pshat? Taisa says on top, Taisa says that the shechina ika shleinah, elanira, fourth line of Taisa, top Taisa, elanira kehejah vidas tam yiklamah, the das shechina ika shleinah, adam belay me'ilah. The halacha of the Torah says, obviously, 
that when you do me'ila, you're chayef. Every me'ila, by definition, is chaser. You're getting enough from something. Basically, yeah, it could be it's chaser, but lavdavka it's chaser. Torah says clearly, once you get enough from hekdish, you're me'ila. It's a special gzeris hakosiv that the din me'ila applies even in the case of loy chaser. But it has nothing to do with dinah chesh mishpat. Me'ila is a yordeya halacha. It's an isra v'heter halacha. Torah says you're not allowed to get enough from something of hekdish, and if you do, you're going to be chayev to pay or, or bring a carbon, etc. But in terms of dinah chesh mishpat, Lamai said this is loy chaser, and therefore Biyachron said, don't ask me a kasha and bring me a raya from chesh mishpat from the dinah me'ila. Dinah me'ila is a special exercise cost that you have to pay even if hekdish is loy chaser. But in terms of dinah chesh mishpat, Lamai said the more seems to be coming out. Zen the of zen loy chaser is takapater. I did not cause you any loss at all. And in the regular even though I got enough from you, not all our Mishnah, our Mishnah is talking about a case where you was chaser, because my animal ate your stuff. Yes, I'm potter because it's Shemesh Sarabim, but Lamaisa, you lost money. If you lost money, then at least I have to pay you by enough. But if I get enough from you in an iPhone where you don't lose anything at all, then it's similar to like Kaifer Amida Sudaim. You didn't lose anything, or you're not a Teve, you have no right to be Teve because you didn't lose anything, and if I don't have to pay you at all, that's the Maskana. We'll see more Shita still in this point tomorrow. Okay.